Welcome to the Miller Oddcast, a brand new podcast from the Missouri Review. For over 40 years now, TMR has been discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, nonfiction, and poetry. Our quarterly magazine appears in print, digital, and audio formats. Learn more at MissouriReview.com. Hello and Happy New Year. This is Miller Oddcast number four. This time out, we feature Vivian Schutz's submission in the audio documentary category, Not in the Cards. Vivian Schutz is an independent audio producer from Germany, living in Brooklyn. She studied journalism and radio art in Germany and is now an independent radio journalist for German public radio and podcasts. Her microphone gives her the chance to peek into ordinary people's lives. She's currently working on a documentary about Orthodox women in Brooklyn who push boundaries. In Not in the Cards, we meet Robert Harlan, who lost his sight at birth, as he reflects on growing up blind, coming to the realization that he was gay, and what these realities would mean for him. Sometimes hearing him in conversation with his helpers, and mostly hearing from him directly, this is a deeply humane and empathetic listen to a very particular existence. Listen on as Bob gives us the opportunity to hear what his life is like in his own words. When I was a little boy, I didn't really know the difference. Of course, I knew there were men and women and boys and girls, but I didn't really know the anatomical differences. I knew that girls had higher voices, although sometimes when a boy had a higher voice, it was hard for me to tell the difference, but usually I could tell. And then when I became about 14 or 15, I realized I didn't know. And I asked my mother, and she says, is this nature to visit? It's not necessary to know. Like this kind of child, don't ask that question. So um, I think she didn't understand how little I really knew. I think she thought I was being uh, a little bit of a smart aleck. So uh, I asked, um, some of the kids and they thought it was funny because kids always laugh and and they told me things like oh you know men have a penis and women have a vagina but i didn't really know what that was and then i had an aunt and she was i was very close to my aunt sylvia and she told me and she explained to me that you know i had a penis and a, a woman didn't have a penis and she told me that women had breasts and men didn't and then I started to realize that there was something strange about me because when I hugged a guy, I felt kind of drawn. In other words, not so much sexually, but I just liked it. And when I hugged a woman, I liked the woman very much, but it was kind of like hugging a vacuum cleaner or a broom. And then I started to realize as time went on that I was gay. She's sitting at the table talking to him. Stubborn. And I called Larry, told him you wouldn't be in today. I just said you weren't yourself. I guess it's the next day. He's tiny. How tiny is he? He's smaller than the coffee cup. He's in a handkerchief. He's wearing a handkerchief. Oh, something I can fix. What'd she do? Oh, she 
Oh, she put him in a mini suit. So now he looks like an adult in his suit, but he's only four inches tall. We've been working together for how long? Several years, I think, or something like that. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm fortunate not to be totally blind, so it's like I, I can, I can help him with his tasks. I can't drive a car or take him, you know, drive him anywhere. But, but in terms none of, of my helpers do that. So yeah. he he can do anything my other helpers do. Yes, with with the monocular yeah. too. It's you know it helps out. So, yeah. but you know, no, he he's he's very good. No, he just didn't feel up to up it. To it. <laughs> I knew that was. Good. I was born prematurely, and they put me in the incubator, and they gave me too much oxygen. They didn't know back then, and the oxygen caused my retina cells, which weren't fully developed, to develop very quickly, but very haphazardly. And so when I came out of the incubator, I was blind. My retina cells were just a, a tangled mess. But the difference with me is some babies, they could see the difference between light and dark. Some people could see shadows. But I never saw anything. So, Bob, I have my pen and paper ready. Okay. What would you like? Okay. The first thing, um, get me a large, um, what do you call that? That thing? The Windex? Was, yeah, the Windex. Okay. Then get me, I know you have to stick your head in the freezer and I feel bad, but. Not a problem. Get me two Haagen Dazs chocolates. Oh, if I can't get the Haagen Dazs, can I do Any chocolate, chocolate is fine. I will be back soon. Okay. You have the card, right? I have the card. Okay. My life was basically um, with my, my mother and my aunts. They would take me for walks, or my mother would um, talk with me. My Aunt Tammy would sometimes read me Bible stories for children. My, my uh, aunts and my mother were like my friends, because I didn't have a lot of friends my own age. Here it is going. Password zero one two F B L zero. Try one hundred six. Got it. Hi, folder index. Now here's an email. B message A date from William Bravelli. William Bravelli. William Bravelli. He's one of my main helpers. The following text is in the UTF eight character set. I'll see you then. Happy Valentine's. Blank. Blank. Sure, I'll see you then. Happy Valentine's. And then there's a picture of what looks like homeless people on the streets. How can you tell they're homeless? Um, well, just sort of by the the clothing, and they sort of look sad. Maybe they're just sad and not clothed very well, but they got people like walking by them. I think that's their don't walk by. Okay. They're illustrating what you shouldn't, you know, do. Um, I never had a. Uh an LTR, a long-term relationship or anything like that. Um, there might have been people I would have liked them to be gay because I would have enjoyed maybe um, touching them and stuff like that or having them touch me. But actual crush, no, I wouldn't say so. And sometimes I used to, a long time ago, I used to... Um, Before the internet, there was a there was a magazine uh, called uh, The Advocate, and people would advertise. They're called hustlers, people who gave gay sex, and I would 
call them, and when I found someone who really sounded good, I would get together with them once in a while. But that was all I, that was the only extent of it. Once in a while, I would call an online chat group, but I, I find it hard to know what to say to people. It takes me a while to get to, to know someone. So I wasn't the best at those groups, um, but nothing ever came of them. I never, I never really met anyone. Um, I was on a lot of email groups, and sometimes people say they were, said they were interested in meeting me, and a few times people came over, but it never really went anywhere. And message date from Bill Navi, Bill Navi, mail to Robert Feinstein, Harlan Pennant, 1 June 34. Hi, Bob. I'm so glad you wrote. I've been thinking about you, too. Blank. I know I promised you the introduction to the book. The reason you haven't gotten it is that I'm still struggling with it and haven't got a. I'll see what I can find out about computers and get back to you on that. Glad the clock is working for you. Please say hi to it for me when it <laughs> shines the hour. Warmly back and for once it's a cool evening. David, end of message. <laughs> it was a gay convention, and I went by myself. The convention was held in New Orleans. I was really hoping that, um, because they said there would be a lot of overweight gay people there, because in the gay community, sometimes if you're heavy, it's very hard to meet people. So I was really hoping I would make friends and I would at least come away with some gay friends who I could keep in touch with and maybe get together with. And because, uh, I wasn't really meeting anyone, and I was feeling lonely, and I figured this would be a way to, you know, people always say, oh, you have to reach out, you have to do things, you have to try things. So I figured I would just do the best I could and go. One show 20. The following text is in the UTF-8 character set. Some characters may be displayed incorrectly. Blank. Hey, Bob. Blank. How about Wednesday the 20th? Or I could just choose the 19th if that is better for you. Blank. Sorry I left that trigger on for so long, but thank you for holding on to. Blank. I was sitting there and I was thinking about all the things my mother used to tell me when um, I was meeting sighted people. Because blind people, especially people like me who have never seen, have a tendency to do things that aren't like we would sometimes touch our eyes or rock back and forth. And sometimes when you're nervous, those behaviors come back. So I was thinking of all the different things my mother would say to me, you know, not to do. Um, I was really trying to be a, a model blind person who acted like a sighted person. I just kind of sat there, almost like a statue. But when I saw people weren't talking to me, I tried to talk to people. I would turn around and I'd say, my name is Bob, and they'd say hi. And pe people ask me sometimes about my dog and what he could do for me, and uh, they'd ask if they could pet him, and I'd say yes. and. But then it wouldn't it wouldn't go beyond that. Um, my only consolation was my dog. I spent a lot of time in my room just um, playing with him or taking him out to the bathroom. And then people would help me a little bit. They'd tell me where I could find a tree or something like that. But I just wasn't making any. Now there was another blind guy at the convention. And we actually played around a little bit, but we didn't really have much in common. He seemed to know more people than I did. He was very outgoing, and also he played the piano. So a lot of times he would play the piano and people would gather around. Uh, like I told him I was having trouble meeting people, and he said, oh, he was having a great time, and he loved it, and he went every year. 
So I didn't say anything else. It, it, that experience changed my, my life because it made me realize that um, I wasn't going to try again to go to sighted conventions and I wasn't going to try to go to gay activities. And if I ever met anyone, um, au passage, as they say in French, it would be great. But I wasn't going to try anymore, and I never did. It was the same thing like when I'd go to gay bars, I'd never meet anyone. And I just decided that I was, um, as we say in English, barking up the wrong tree. So I just never, I never went, never went. And I don't regret that decision. Hello? The what? Yes. I was sleeping and then I woke up and I felt like a, a pressure on my chest, a very strong pressure, and I just knew that something was very wrong. Okay. Okay. Sunday sounds perfect. And I called my friend Kathy and I told her that I didn't think I was going to survive, that something was very wrong. And then I called 911 and they came and they took me to the hospital and they treated me. They gave me what's called the stent and that's a piece of metal that they put into the arteries to open them. And then I stayed in the hospital for a few days. And then when I came out, I really couldn't do anything. I couldn't even walk to the elevator and then I started hiring people from time to time to take walks with me, and then I realized how alone I was, and eventually I got into starting to hire my helpers. I wear a special lens to make my eyes look better, and I just took it out because I have to wash it because it's supposed to hurt. Oh, interesting. I was trying to figure out what color your eyes are. Are they blue? Yeah. Yeah, these two are. It's nice. Not many people have blue eyes. Oh. Do you want to see what it looks like without the lens, if you're interested? Sure. One second. Yeah. Now, you see the difference? Okay. I don't have much of an eye without them. You know how much these cost? $3,000. Yeah, I was going to say probably pretty expensive. And they were done by a German fellow. The German guy said to me, you will not be able to see, but when you wear your eyes, people will think you can see. <laughs> I'm not that interested in going out anymore. Um, Sometimes my blind friends want to get together and it doesn't even interest me. I'm happy to talk to people on the phone and that's like enough for me. Um, any kind of human contact I need, I get from my helpers and um, I'm just happy. And also I find that when I'm with my helpers for two hours, three hours, it's usually not more than that. When they're gone, I don't mind being alone as long as I'm healthy enough to manage. If I don't have a helper for a whole day or a whole two days, then I, it's not so much I feel lonely, I feel 
Well, I have no one to talk to, and that's not good when you spend time totally alone and not talking to anyone. Would it be nice if you met a special person? I guess a part of me would like that. I'm not going to lie, but I don't really think about it. I don't imagine it happening. If it somehow did, I imagine I would be um, happy, but um, it's not something I really think is in the cards for me. Thanks for being here with us for Miller Oddcast number four and hearing Robert Harlan tell us what his life is like. Thanks to Vivian Schutz for bringing us this life. Special thanks to Robert, who Schutz wants you to know that you can reach out to, if you like, at harlan at panics.com. That's H-A-R-L-Y-N-N at P-A-N-I-X dot com. Thanks also to the musicians who contributed to the production of the piece, Colin Stetson, and it fought to escape. Blue Dot Sessions, Rubberball Machine, Ultima Fuel, Bexer Bexer, KT, and the album Leaf, The Light. Click on the links in the show notes to discover more about them. Stay tuned for Miller Oddcast number five on its way next week. Thanks also to Missouri Review Contest editor Bailey Boyd and to Patricia Miller for her generous support the Miller Audio Prize. Finally, TMR is open for submissions year-round, and we remain dedicated to discovering and publishing the best contemporary writing in fiction, non-fiction, and poetry. Be heard. Give us the opportunity to discover you. Subscribe or submit your work today. Learn more at MissouriReview.com. <laughs>